Have you ever wondered what activities are available for autistic youth? Our guest today has a 20-year-old son with autism. Katya shares her journey of learning to parent a child with autism and how she made decisions throughout her son's childhood, starting with a disagreement with the doctor about a diagnosis and her son's need for early intervention. Today, her son is a happy young adult who is involved in several different types of activities. I'm Tonya Wallum, and I'm the host of the Water Prairie Chronicles, a podcast where we encourage parents of children with disabilities by interviewing people who understand the questions special needs parents may have. Connect with us on Instagram at water.prairie. Now let's hear the rest of Katya's story. Hey, so everyone, welcome back to the Water Prairie Chronicles. We're glad that you joined us today. We have a special guest with us today, and her name is Katya Germano. Welcome to the Water Prairie Chronicles, Katya. Well, thank you so much, Tonya. I am really happy to be here. My name is Katya Germano. I am mom of Derek and Brian Germano. My two sons, Brian is 22, Derek is 20, and we are really happy to share our story. Uh, actually, Derek has autism, and Brian is a super, super brother for him, and helps me a lot. And we are, you know, very happy to be here. And uh, as much as I can, share my story, and I think that everything is gonna be so uh, bright for us to to know about the stories of every, all their families too so i i want to just start let's let's go back to the beginning with with derek can you describe him as a baby <laughs> derek as a baby it was so cute and i just really saw him doing all the millstones that he's supposed to do and because i had brian first and then i saw it derek's doing everything but one thing caused me, called me my attention that he was doing this with his hands a lot. And I said, hmm, this is, well, maybe he likes to do this, but something that it, it caught, it caught me my attention, caught my attention because all the time he was doing this as a baby and he was looking at us he was babbling and he was right he looked at a you know a normal baby and he was <laughs> how how old was he when he when you started noticing him doing that with his hands i always i always saw this i always as a mom when he's when he came to me and I started, of course, I started to see some signs. He was four months, six months, but he was okay. doing, as I told you, the, the, all, all the millstones, like, you know, any other baby. Right. So, so he's I, responding to your voice. He's yes, opening yes, his eyes and yes. following. Yeah. All the things. Yes, that we, and he I mean, was looking at me and, you know, eye contact. It was nice. I'm thinking four months, you probably had the same type of situation where you're noticing something, but did you go to a doctor? Who did, who did you ask about this? Yes. The thing is, um, uh, I am psychology and education and I always, uh, stood a little bit, you know, <laughs> yeah. about autism and other disabilities. And for me, Derek, it, 
you know when you have your baby you are more open to see what's going on because you are close to right. and I understand that children that has any disability when you when you have a son or a daughter or any you know it's yours and you know that something is there Moms knows that something moms is there. The doctors, <laughs> yeah, moms don't, and doctors don't know. And I observe, and then I started to observe Derek more and more and more. But he always, you know, show me just this sign, not any other sign. And then when, yes, and then he started when he was one, I started to to really see some signs because he was, you know, not looking at my eyes like before, but still was looking in my eyes. He was babbling. He was very curious. He was very curious with everything, but he started to, you know, put the things in order, like the the little cars in order right. the the videos the, and i said yep. mm, yeah so i i saw something there right so had you asked the doctor about it yet at this point yeah at this point i uh, i i wait until he was one and six months okay because i i, I didn't want you know sometimes you don't want to believe that is something yeah. is wrong and because everything was so uh within the normal the normal behavior that i said right. mm, i think that is you know he's okay but after that i said mm, something is not right when i when he was one year and eight months I went for a checkup and I asked the doctor, I said, listen, I think that as I see those behaviors blah, 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 and started to talk to him and he said, oh no. And I, I, I look at him and I said, listen, I think that my son has autism. And he said to me, oh no, it's too early to say something. No, I don't believe that. He'll get it. Ah. And I said, listen. You are with him five minutes. I am with him 24 hours a day. And I see it as something yeah. is not right. Let's give him six months more. Okay. And I said, oh no. Okay, six months more. And then yeah. I have to wait. I have to wait. And then when the six months came, I just called and I said, "Listen, I don't want to wait anymore. I want my, I want my referral for a speech, for OT, for physical, for whatever. I have to do it now, because I knew that if I started to do the intervention early, he will be better in the future." Well, and, th uh, and think about how much you knew already. So you knew that he needed all those things you had another son so you knew what to expect it wasn't your first yeah. child with no no you know mis misunderstandings that maybe they he's, he's just not old enough yet and yes. you still had to fight for this to to to, <laughs> to get someone to give those referrals that and this this is where it gets so frustrating is to hear the stories of how many how many parents have to go through this 
mm-hmm. they don't even know what questions to be asking. So, you know, no. they some of ours that are listening to us right now maybe they may have that 12 month old or 18 month old or even 24 month old and um mm-hmm. and what i want them to hear is what what you've gone through so that they know what questions that they can ask if they're exactly. if they're starting to question this the best case is they ask the question they do the testing and they find out that it's just maybe just a little bit of a speech delay or something that 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 just needs a little mm-hmm. bit of therapy but yeah. if it is an autism diagnosis that they get this gives them an, a head start of getting that early yes. intervention sooner. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you are absolutely right. So at two years, you finally got the referrals. Is that correct? Yes, <laughs> I finally <laughs> got the referrals. And, and they said, when I called, they said, no, you have to make an appointment. And I said, I don't want to make an appointment. <laughs> I want my referrals. And you know what? If you don't fight for your rights, you don't get it. So. And I got it from referrals, and then I started Good. with the speech, with OT, and but at, by that time he was two, almost three, because okay. it takes time from right. one year and eight months until t- six months more, two years. And, well, yep. anyway, finally I got it, and I started with the speech and OT, and. Uh, in Florida, we have a very good uh, program for the kids that is the kids that they are uh, diagnosed with autism or other disabilities. Very soon, he started at school with three years old. They call place. In that time, they call place, and then he went right away to school. Then they he started in at the one school, but uh, but. I I think that is I was never happy with any school. So today he's going to the 10th school because tenth? because I always 10th. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> because I think uh, you know I was I am always looking for something better. And then I I didn't want to put him in this school because so many things happens through the you know through those years but i always look for something better for him and it wasn't so good here no let's go to another school let's go to another school and you know (laughs) and today because he's graduated so i don't have any options because he he went through all of that right he finished Yes, and then I found this little flower of hope that is a little school that they are really awesome and do a great job and so he likes to go there and and then we are there now but through all his life he changed a lot. I think that because I, I knew what I want for him and you know and I wasn't happy if I wasn't happy you know, you had to change. And you know, right. he doesn't really care because he, Derek is really easy going. <laughs> so he always, okay, let's go to another school. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> he knew that. So, well, so, but that's, so he was at 10 different schools. Were they all public schools? Were some of them private schools? 
Um, no, private schools. Uh, in the beginning, it was uh, public schools. But here in Florida, okay. we have the, they call the Mackey Scholarship. So you, if you are not happy with the public schools, you can go to private schools and apply oh. them for to have the Mackey Scholarship. And they send it to you. Of course, you have to go through an evaluation and they will see how much money you can receive to go to a public right. school, to a private school, sorry. And right. then if you go to a private school, uh, maybe the scholarship that you have can cover everything. Okay. Sometimes they don't cover because it happens once with us and we have to, you know, complement, you know, the everything right. that it was missing there. But basically, my case scholarship and now it's changed for Gardner is, is the scholarship that we have to go to a private school if you okay. are not happy with the public school. So if anyone's listening from Florida, is this something that is open to anyone specifically with autism or with other disabilities is, as well? Live, no, yes, for all the disabilities. And then you have to, of course, is a Florida resident to apply. Right. Yeah, but yeah, it's, it's it, step up for kids in Florida and you see step up for kids and you see all the information, yes. Okay. So if you're listening to this, we'll put it in the show notes. If you're watching on the video, we'll put it in the description so that you can, can click on the link. Uh, listen, uh, just to make, uh, to clarify, Derek, is, uh, he's verbal. He talks a lot with himself, but he doesn't talk to us until, okay. you know, I think I, I, I always, he sings whole songs. He's a singer and he's always singing, but he doesn't talk. If I ask him something, I have to listen, look at me in my eyes here. Listen, how is the school today? And he says, Tudo bem, mamãe. He speaks Portuguese too. So he's oh, okay. responding, <laughs> he responds. But because I, I taught him how to respond the questions that I want to that he answers but he never but any any uh this this changes so much because we change so much the schools he always happy to go in a new environment he always happy right. to go. <laughs> i i was the one that was happy with that okay let's change so yeah yeah so but he was you know he always good did um, in each of the different schools? Did he did he bond with any other students? Did he make friends while he was in the schools? No, never, never. But okay. now, now, never he had any friends or something like that. And I was thinking about this another day. We are talking about my he never went to uh, invited to a birthday party, you know, right. never, because they don't bond. They really don't. And now that he is in this school that is just 10 students, is very small, but there is a girl there that she loves Derek. And she's always, t you know, taking his attention and talk to him and push him. It's unbelievable because last night I was talking to him. He doesn't respond to me, but I talk to him and I ask him. And sometimes he, of course, he responds sometimes that when he wants. 
And last night while I was talking about the school, oh Derek, you are going to little school. And I said, and who is your best friend there? And he said, Stephanie. And I was oh. <laughs> I was That's so happy. Great. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's great. But it's good right. because now she's there. I think that's for a reason <laughs> to help Derek. And and that's why I say I think that is now he's happy to be there. You know. So well, I'm glad I'm glad he has has a friend there because that's that's important yeah. that he goes through that phase of being able to make a friend and to to have that that connection with someone. Yes, this is really nice because you know the, uh, actually Brian is his of course his best friend forever. Right. It's so good to have somebody that can push your child that is not you know relative it's yes. better because it's not because your brother is there your mom is there <clears throat> looking ahead now so derek has graduated from high school but he's going yes. to is this like a community school he's going to what is what is the school he's going to now it, it, yeah it's a little school when they have the they have the opportunity to see if they will work in some you know public uh, places okay. but i really don't see for now derek doing something like this but they they have a strong academy you know academic and this is for me it's more important than he, uh, because i think that he's too young uh, actually he's 20 but he's not too young <laughs> but for me it is but right, for right. him to have the routine to you know the routine to wake up in the morning go to school have the academics and they go in for example last week we went we went because i went to <laughs> i go everywhere <laughs> with it and uh to the we went to the library and we you know it's a, it's a place that he can uh you know have the routine from a right. school, the structure, the the time that they do, and we got there in the morning. They they watch the news from the day, and then okay. they talk about it. Oh, he doesn't answer if I don't push him. I use you know, but he has actually he has a RBT with him all the time. What is RBT? He, he's a behavior therapist. Okay. With him all the time, it's a ABA therapist, and he, and she is pushing him, pushing him to answer the questions. Listen, look, you have to answer. So and he he answers, but he needs okay. a lot of push. So is <laughs> yes, he needs a lot of push. So he's not he's not voluntarily speaking, but is he understanding what he's hearing? Everything. And he's Good. Good. bilingual, actually. Oh, boy, that, yeah, because you were saying. Yeah, because he sings in so many languages. Because he's a good, you know, I think that is a good listener, and everything in his mind. <laughs> so when sometimes he sings, and I say, "What is he singing?" <laughs> and he is in <laughs> Japanese or Italian wow. or <laughs> French. Wow! Yes, I said, what is he yes, unbelievable because he he watches videos in spanish in french in 
when I say, I say, what is he watching it? And it's Japanese. And he repeats everything. So that's why I think that it's poly, <laughs> poly language. I, you know, I think that he understands because he, for example, in one video that he watched this, they said, they write, uh, uh, for example, Portuguese. So it's the same scene that they repeat in all the languages. So he understands because he he knows in Portuguese, he knows in English, and then comes Spanish, French, Japanese, Italian, German, and I say, so I am pretty sure that he understands. <laughs> what, I, what I'm learning is so many of our nonverbal autistic children they understand so much and they want to say so much oh, yeah. but they don't have the verbal skills so i didn't know if he was in that category he understands and but he and he sometimes he used those some words that comes from the situations that he watched in the video and for example okay. if somebody is in front of him and he used to watch this in video um like, a, get out of my way, for example. He okay. got this, he got this <laughs> from a video, and then he put right. in the real life, and it right. works. <laughs> <laughs> and it works, so he understands. That's why I say he understands how to get those, those situations that he watched in the video. Thinking about parents who have very young children, they're just starting to question if they're seeing something or not back when when Derek was 18 months old when you were starting to see it but the doctor wasn't really working with you yet do you have any tips for those parents of what they should be doing to to get attention or how how they can know should they ask the doctor or not mm -hmm. well the first thing I the first thing that I I, I see is that um, many parents when they realize that something is wrong they say oh my god what i'm doing and of course you are worried but please don't do it treat your child like a normal child even if you know because if you say that oh my god i'm so sorry it's not it's not helping in anything just do whatever you have to do like a normal child and then you start to uh, talk to the doctors that you you see everything if you see everything that you're not getting it why is doing that why is happening just go to the doctor and ask the doctor because if you just oh it's nothing six months more and you waste is you waste the child's time and this is a precious for you to have as much as you can the early intervention to get better in the future yeah. that's why my my, my my advice if you see something that is not right for you just go forward don't waste that the children, the, because the, the the time passed so fast, and once you were, oh my God, it's happening, something is not right. 
So if you see something right away, go, don't worry and go to the, listen, we have miss you. We have today, Dr. Google. Yes, <laughs> but you can't Just always trust Dr. Dr. Google. <laughs> yes, no, you're not. But you know, today we have Dr. Google. If you see something, go ahead and see it and search because if something is not right for you, you have to figure it out right away to help your child in the future, to, to, to have a better future. This next section includes some descriptions that Katya is giving me about some photos that we're looking at together. You'll be able to figure out what we're looking at a little bit, but I wanted to leave this in on the audio podcast because I think it gives a good view of what Derek is doing today as a young adult. And I thought that you might enjoy hearing her description. If you would like to see the actual images that we're talking about, then check out the YouTube version of this episode. What are some of the activities that Derek enjoys doing today? This is Derek. He's holding a lizard. It was so funny because this lizard belongs to Stephanie. This is the school that oh. Derek goes today. Okay. So when she came with the lizard to school, Derek was there. All of a sudden, Derek looked at and she was close to him. And then he looked at her and he said, reptile. <laughs> I said, oh my god. But yeah, Derek does those things that I said, oh my god, reptile. So he wants to grab it. And then she put in his hand and I took a picture Aww. and he was very happy. Look at him. He, yeah. he was happy to have the lizard in his hand. And see, if you see the screen, there is a computer that Frank Sinatra, he sings whole songs. He loves Frank Sinatra. And wow. He sings whole well. And <laughs> uh, we go to karaoke and he grabs the microphone and he just is a s wonderful. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he doesn't talk Very to simple. us, but he sings all songs. This picture is from Brazil. We used to go every summer to Brazil. Over there, we go to a country club that has, you know, tennis classes, ballroom dance everything oh, wow. Wow. so he goes to tennis class and he does great of course he's not that you know awesome player that goes everywhere no in his own pace and he has so much fun this is ballroom dancing and it's in the same club that we go this country club there's a ballroom dance and tennis classes so i am dancing with him he loves to dance wow. too here is Derek singing in the karaoke and it's so funny because they're headphones yes right. because it's it's too noisy and then okay. when they prepare and then he goes everybody just you know look and say he won't sing when he starts to sing everybody stops oh. talking <laughs> and look at him and when he finishes we have a vocal group and then okay. this picture we were rehearsing to sing at the mass on sunday for the father's day and we have the mass and then we have this vocal group that sing and he learns if he sings he sings <laughs> he likes to sing derek loves to play drums and he plays drums and he used to play drums with band oh, before wow. the pandemic, but he still plays his drums. When he was very little, Brian plays with him and he, he has such a good rhythm. And when he was little, I started to see that he grabbed the sticks, you know, some sticks and do do do. And then I said, okay, so I bought a little set of drum, two little. <laughs> 
now I wow. have the big drums. He used to have private lessons and sometimes, uh, yeah, he used to play with the, the band. Derek loves to skate. So we go at this uh, hockey rink and okay. he said, hockey game. And then we go there and then he has so much fun. So he likes it. And this is a graduation day. Yeah. We were very, very happy because at the time of the graduation, he made a speech. He can read, so he reads everything. And we prepare him to make his speech and five minute speech. Derek wow. was awesome. And Brian wow. was with him at the stage. Everybody was standing up in ovation for him. He, he was really enjoying to make this speech. And nobody, it was like a 20 students and just him made this speech. And then when he got the diploma, Brian, he, he was so happy for Derek. Here in Florida, we have so many nonprofit organizations. They have such a good programs. And one of them is Dive Heart. And Derek goes and scuba diving. This is one, one of the pictures. Actually, tomorrow we have scuba diving there. The once a month we go and scuba dive. They are preparing the kids to go to the sea. You need to be very, very good to go to the sea. But at the pool is easier and they are really awesome. All of them, the people that are there, so nice. And Derek goes to into the water with the, at least at least three people with him. And you said it's called Dive Heart? Dive Heart Foundation. Okay, okay. We'll have to see if we can link those as well. This is Derek. He's a pilot. He really uh, have this chance to go. Uh, once a year, we have this another nonprofit organization called Challenge Air. And there we go. And we have kids that have disability has the chance to actually fly the airplane, wow. of course, besides the pilot. But, well, yes. <laughs> yes, beside the pilot. And Derek was really enjoying. Every year we go to this event and we have two nonprofit organizations that does this panoramic flight and they have the chance that actually fly the airplane one is challenge air and the other, other one is vital flight wow you have some great resources for people who live in florida to be able yes. to to plug into yes so if if parents have any questions for you that they want to ask do you have an instagram account or um that we can no, give them uh, you can you can find me on facebook katya germano okay i have yeah, I have my Facebook page. <laughs> I will, I'll be more than happy to answer any questions that comes from anybody. I'm here in Florida. I have a lot of things, you know, good things that I can share with the, the people that live over here. And sometimes they don't know all this or the resources right. that I have. And so many, uh, there is a special, uh, organization called Friendship Circle. They are awesome. They welcome everybody. Uh, so I will be more than happy to help anybody that can oh, good, uh, know good. more about it. So in the description for the video and in the show notes, everyone will put her Facebook contact there so that if you want to ask her a question, you can. And you can always send an email to um, Water Prairie and we'll forward that to her as well. We have a part of all of our interviews that we have to do that I haven't done yet, and it's called our speed round. 
And uh -huh. in the speed round, I ask 10 quick questions, and they have nothing to do with the interview at all. They're just um, uh -huh. questions about what you like, what you don't like. And the first three are open questions where you'll answer whatever you want to. And then the next seven are either or. I'll give you two words or two phrases, and you'll choose one or the other. Or you can say both or neither. So there really isn't okay. a wrong answer. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. So are you ready? <laughs> yes, I'm ready. <laughs> okay. So the first question is, what's your favorite color? Red. Red. And what's the last book that you read? Oh, uh, yesterday I, I read the... Uh, Freddy's uh, email from God. Uh, Freddy's receive email from God. Yeah, it's a book. It's a book for for children. But I I read with Derek yesterday. And what is your favorite holiday? Christmas. All right. So the next ones are either or. So cake uh -huh. or ice cream. Ice cream. Batman or Superman. Batman. <laughs> Ocean or mountains? Ocean. Winter or summer? Summer. <laughs> summer, summer, summer. Always summer. What, watch a movie or read a book? Watch a movie. <laughs> Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings? Mm. <laughs> Lord of the Rings, yes. <laughs> okay. And Twitter or Instagram? Neither one. Neither. I was going to say, have, you, you, you don't have them, neither. right? Because I don't have them and I, I don't have neither one. Katya, thank you for spending some time with us today. I really appreciate you sharing your story with our listeners. And um, and I know, I know there are those that are listening who are going to get a lot out of your story and being able to make better decisions for their children. So thank you. Thank you, Tanya. I really appreciate the opportunity to be here to share my story. It was really nice to spend some time with you. And and for all of them, just don't never give up on your children. This podcast is made possible by support from our listeners. We want to give a shout out to our superfan, Praveen S. If you want to help offset the cost of producing the Water Prairie Chronicles, become a supporter at buymeacoffee.com slash waterprairie. Leave a review about the podcast to make it easier for others to find it. And thanks for your support. You've been listening to the Water Prairie Chronicles. Any resources mentioned during this episode will be posted in the description. If you're interested in joining us as a guest, contact us through the links in the description below. Be sure to subscribe and share it with your friends. We appreciate your support as we build this resource. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next week for a new episode.